Hi everybody, so for today's episode I am absolutely excited because this one is an interview with my dear friend Emily Stoker and we will talk all things video creation and YouTube. So Emily is a digital content creator who grew up in the UK. But after discovering the world of entrepreneurship during an internship abroad, she knew that she wasn't destined for a 9-to-5 lifestyle. So she began making YouTube videos as a curious teenager and today she receives over 60,000 views per month on her Digital Nomad YouTube channel where she shows people how she travels the world with her content creation business. So Emily helps adventurous entrepreneurs to bring to life creative video and photo content project, including helping to build their brand's authentic YouTube presence and attract a community of their dream clients. So doesn't sound that amazing. I met Emily in a Facebook group and we um, immediately connected because we are totally on the same page. We have um, similar paths and I am just super, super, super excited to talk with Emily today all about YouTube and video creation because YouTube and video is the future for, for online business. It, it really is is like that. So we are talking about um, how you as a business owner um, can know whether YouTube is the right platform for you and um, what might be holding you back and how you can overcome your fear of starting a YouTube channel. We will talk all things and um, strategies to beat perfectionism when it comes to creating videos. We will talk about the best tips for deciding what content to produce on YouTube and how you can niche down efficiently to um, produce amazing video that will create a lot of impact as well as income and we will also talk a few strategies and tactics to get more views on your videos um, with social media so this is honestly such an exciting interview and I really hope you guys enjoy it welcome to the digital diamonds podcast helping your business shine bright online I'm your host, Laura. Very nice to meet you. I'm a digital marketer and online influencer, and I help ambitious business owners to create unique social media strategies and establish their brand online. So if you are a driven entrepreneur who wants to grow and monetize their following on social media without giving up valuable time in your business and private life, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, Emily. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, I would love you to introduce yourself and tell us what you do, how you got there and why you do, yeah, what you do. <laughs> Hi, Laura. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first podcast interview. So Woo! yeah, and it's great that I'm doing it with you. So um, yeah, my name's Emily. My business is Emily K. Stoker and it's a content creation business. So I'm focusing more on video and photographic content. And that's actually kind of how Laura and I met. We met on a Facebook group, but we both have this kind of YouTube background, I would say. So I started with YouTube a few years ago, actually, like in 
2006, I think. So when YouTube was still a baby and I was kind of still a baby too, <laughs> but I started making videos then. And at the beginning, they were these really crappy um, comedy videos. I use the word comedy very loosely. But since then, my content has developed a lot. I got into blogging after that. I started doing internships in social media. And that was more around when I was at university. And then around about that time, I started thinking, I don't want to go into a nine to five. I'd done an internship with a startup company. And that way of life seemed so much more attractive to me. And this startup company was in Paris. So this was when I was on my year abroad because I actually studied languages. Um, but I was doing all this work in social media in these different countries. And just something said to me like, okay, I, I want to work in something to do with social media. I want to combine travel. So yeah, that's kind of the short version of how I got to where I am now. After university, I moved to Italy. I worked as a social media manager for a bit and I sort of left that a few months ago to transition into my content creation business, which is kind of how it all started. So it's kind of come full circle, but that's, that's the short version of the story. Hey, <laughs> I love this. And it's, and it's super yeah. inspiring. Um, I think it's like so cool. So um, my first question is basically because like this podcast um, aims to like help business owners with like becoming more visible online and being very confident. So um, what would you say um, like for business owners who maybe want to start YouTube for um, their business? What do you think um, are like Well, a few points that like speak mm -hmm. for starting a YouTube channel or against starting a YouTube channel and how can yeah. like business owners know whether YouTube is like the right platform for them? Sure. Well, I think the thing that's really unique about YouTube is YouTube was completely based on creating a community. Like I'm pretty sure the story behind YouTube was actually the founder wanted to find a way to share um a clip from the Super Bowl. I think that's the story. But oh, I really I didn't think, know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like um, the 2004 Super Bowl. The founder was looking for a way to find a clip the day after. And he, yeah. couldn't, he was like, and that's how YouTube was conceived. But oh. uh, I think particularly in the first few years of YouTube, this idea of community really stuck out. There were these, what we now call content creators, who started channels and they formed this tribe this community around what they were talking about it wasn't as polished as you see on the platform today but I think that as much as some people feel like the platform could be in danger of losing that because you do have these big creators making really professional looking content it's kind of blurring the lines between like television and and um the internet I think that yeah. this idea of community is still there. And I think that's so valuable for any business, whether it's a corporate business, whether it's a startup. But I think particularly for a lot of the people who I imagine listen to your podcast, who are entrepreneurs trying to increase their visibility online, this idea of human connection can be so powerful through video. So I think that if you're a business owner thinking of starting a YouTube channel, Of course, there, like any platform, there are cons as well as pros. But I think that really getting clear on what your brand story is and deciding how to communicate that to the type of people you want to engage. So deciding 
how you're going to connect to those people and what that looks like in a video format. And video is so flexible and so versatile. I, that's one of the reasons I love YouTube. You know, you can use it for tutorials, you can use it for client testimonials, you can use it for promo videos, you can use it for questions and answers to educate your audience. So I hope that kind of answers your question. I just think that the versatility of it in order to create this community online and really build trust with your audience is so powerful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I like totally agree, especially with your point of like this connection, because I'm a big believer in like video generally. And because you just yeah. like connect so differently and you're like, are, you're really able to build trust and everything. So um, probably like a lot of, I suppose like a lot of like business owners, entrepreneurs who are like around the online space, they already know of YouTube, but they're probably yeah. like afraid or like what do you think holds like most business owners or like people generally back from like starting a YouTube channel? Yeah. I think that it can feel a bit foreign to people at the beginning because like the way I see it is that when it comes to blogs, when it comes to blogging, even if you're not a professional blogger or you're not um, really experienced in blogging, you're like, well, I know how to pick up a pen or to get my laptop out and type. So it feels yeah. like really accessible. Um, when it comes to photos, Instagram has made that so accessible. Every, almost everyone listening to this podcast will probably have a smartphone with a really good camera on it. Um, but when it comes to video, I feel like it feels a little bit more daunting and I think it feels a little bit more vulnerable because like we were saying, this thing about connection through video, it feels very immediate, especially if you're talking to the camera. It's the next best thing to actually meeting someone in real life, I think. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that it can feel daunting to people. And the thing is, you know, I've talked about Instagram has made um, photography more accessible. People have got a smartphone. You can totally use that to make a video. I think that especially now that the platform has got so much professional looking content on it, people could be like, well, I can't do that. No, but you've got a story and you can, there are still so many ways you can share that just using your, um, your smartphone or, I mean, I don't know if anyone still has webcams, but you know, like, <laughs> I, I think that there's still so many ways to do it. But yeah, I think it just seeming a little bit foreign. I think that's one of the reasons people get held back. Mm -hmm. I told I totally agree with you. And you are saying that um, people are pro or like people wanting to start out are probably a bit like intimidated by the big YouTubers creating this like super professional content and you like compare yourself to them and you're like, oh my gosh, like no one will watch me because they would rather watch them doing that amazing stuff. So And I think it has a lot to do with like also being really um, eager and ambitious and like mm -hmm. being a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to that. So what are yes. your like, best tips, strategies to like beat that perfectionism and like comparing yourself when it comes to um, creating videos on YouTube? So I think that one tip that could really help people to get past that, because I completely suffer that from that myself is to be really clear on why you're on YouTube. And for a lot of entrepreneurs that, I don't know, it could be anything from building a community, reaching a wider audience. It's not really something I mentioned before, but this is another reason I think people get scared by YouTube is how am I going to see return on investment? I don't know how to get my videos discovered. 
so maybe it's about that maybe it's about increasing your reach maybe it's about um uh building a, a close-knit community on youtube if you're an entrepreneur it's probably going to come down to something along those lines because you want it to funnel into your business so i think just getting clear on that really helps you to break it down and realize that in order to accomplish that i don't need to have a fancy DSLR camera. I don't need to create the best looking YouTube video ever. Um, I don't need to create a Casey Neistat viral video. I just need to have this viewed by new people and the right type of people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I love this. I think it's a great way to, to look at that because like really focusing on your why is like important in like every part of life, isn't it? Like, yeah right like health and business and now even youtube um so do you have like any tips um on like finding your why especially when it comes to youtube or like finding your niche as well um it's a really good question because i think it's something that we're all continually asking ourselves even if we've had our business for a while i think yeah. really reminding ourselves why we're doing it and it probably evolves so i think I think listening to yourself and being really honest with yourself is so important. And I don't mean like once a year, I mean every week, every day, just really taking the time to look out for little signs that maybe you're not happy with the direction things are going in. And I do that through mindset journaling. I, I'm very much continually working on being a self-aware person. So You know, I try to do meditation. I try to do it every day, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, mindset journaling. But, you know, if that doesn't resonate with you, I think there are so many other ways of doing that. Even if it's as simple as just having five minutes in a day where you're not looking at your phone, you're not thinking about the show you watched last night. You're just really thinking about how do I feel today? Why might that be? And so often we manifest reasons we might not be super happy in other areas of our life, including our business. So I think that's a good way just to keep in alignment with your why. And I, maybe it sounds a bit vague, but I really think it ties back into YouTube because when you're clear on what makes you happy, uh, whether it's in your personal life, or your business, and I think as an entrepreneur, it's all very closely linked. It's easier to have clarity when it comes to things like creating content and serving your audience, serving your clients. Um, you're going to be so much more clear-minded when it comes to what is it that they want to see and how can I help them with that? What do I have to offer? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And really like not being afraid to like change your direction as well. I think like people are Absolutely. afraid too because they're like, oh my gosh, like once I start this YouTube, like I need to have everything figured out and everything needs to be perfect and I need to be in my niche and like nothing can ever change. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, and I and you're absolutely right. You know, you can do all of this self-reflection, but if you're not willing to act on it, then it's redundant. So I, you're absolutely right. I think you need to have the courage to say, I'm not happy with the direction things are going in. I'm going to switch it up. And you know what, if, you've, if you're realizing that when you've already started a YouTube channel, even better, because that's so authentic and human. I think people are going to really appreciate that and, uh, and connect with that because at the end of the day, the people you're looking to connect with are human too. When they see something in you that's approachable and real, then that's a great way to make a connection. Um, and you know what, very often these aha moments only come from actually going out there and making the 
mistakes. And it's not a mistake if it's getting you closer to where you really want to be. So I think that's a great tip in getting closer to finding your niche and your why is just try it. Yeah, definitely. And like also being like being, I wouldn't say maybe forgiving, but like not being so like hard on yourself probably, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's something that I think probably most people with an entrepreneurial mindset have a tendency to be, maybe not all, but a lot of us, I think, have a tendency to be a perfectionist or, you know, we're very ambitious people yeah. and we're go-getters. Yeah. And so we like to see results. We like to create things for ourselves. So it can be sometimes a little bit against our nature to give ourselves a break. I'm definitely guilty of that. And I, I know so many other entrepreneurs that are definitely in that same boat. So I think that's really great advice. Yeah. So like, it's all about like, that's what I also always tell people who want to start a YouTube, just like get started and just like really get over yourself and just like yeah. hit publish <laughs> yes. and then see like where, where your, where your channel goes. Like, I mean, I already told you like, that was me. Like I already, like I always wanted to start a YouTube, but I was mm -hmm. always too shy And like, I was afraid of like what my friends would say, my family would say, yes. and I would like keep procrastinating. And I was like, okay, I will start a blog because a blog is not that much like mm -hmm. out there as YouTube, but that wasn't really what I wanted to do. So then like mm -hmm. one day I was just like, okay, like stop. Like I was always, okay, next month I will start. Okay. When I have that camera, I will start. Yeah. All just excuses. Right. Um, yes. So I think that's super powerful what we what we just talked about. So now that like we could hopefully help some people like get over their fears, what do you think um, are some great tips for like deciding what specific content to produce on YouTube? Like you you um, already said like you could do promos, Q and A's. Um, yeah. What else? Like how do you decide like what content to do? I don't think there's one answer to that. And I, and I love this topic because I think it's really personal and it depends completely on your business and your niche and really your own personality. So the best advice I could give about this would be to think about who it is that you want to be watching your videos. They're probably good. I hope that they are your ideal client, right? Because you're creating this to funnel people into your business. Yeah. Um, most likely. Um, so you want to think about who those people are, what you're helping them with, what is it, what service is your business offering? And then I think what you've got to do is think about how can I provide little nuggets of value to them for free through my YouTube videos. And I was, um, speaking to a yoga instructor earlier today. So the way that she does that is she will sometimes do time lapses of her doing her morning yoga routine or she'll uh, do a video of kind of a tutorial for um, a new yoga routine but she also does ones where she'll sit and talk to the camera about um, her yoga retreats or she'll answer a question that a lot of people that she gets asked a lot about a certain type of yoga so you know I think that there are a lot of ways that you can create content about about whatever it is your your zone of genius is um, Mm. yeah what do you like you personally where do you get your ideas from your inspiration from is there like anything specific or is it just really like intuitive um 
I'd say it's a mix. I try to create a mix of content. I try to always create content that I myself am interested in. And mm. I think that that's also powerful. I think as an entrepreneur, you're probably in whatever area you're in because you're passionate about it. Uh, I think it's pretty difficult to build a business about something you have absolutely no interest in. So tapping into that intuition is, is really powerful too. What I try to do is a mix of things that are searchable content. Um, so content that is going to rank in YouTube and uh, taps into like keywords and key phrases that people are searching for, the type of people I want to be watching my videos. Mm. And also some more personal ones to really show my human side, um, you know, prove to people I'm a real human. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my, so my business is in content creation and I very much try to focus on the niche of people with an adventurous soul, people who love the idea of traveling with their business because that's really where I feel like my roots are from and where I feel like I'm headed with all of this. Um, so I do a mix of videos about traveling, traveling with business and content creation. So yeah, within that searchable videos that I know are going to be searchable, but I'm still going to enjoy making and ones that are a little bit more personal, like my um, digital nomad diary series, where I talk about what I've done in the month, both through travel and my business. And I talk about my struggles as well. Also the happy things, but I think talking about your struggles is really powerful. So it's definitely a mix. Oh, that is super cool. And I, I love your niche. And um, I think it's really unique. Um, so you. it's like really also about thinking how you could combine two niche, niches, niches. Yeah. <laughs> I say niche. Yeah. Um, like you, you combine really three, actually, like you combine digital nomad, travel yeah. and business, which is super cool and um, which I love. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Um, wait, what did I? Oh, I had one more question. Wait. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have like because you said um, creating searchable um, videos so what are your um, well tactics for for mm -hmm. knowing what is your ideal client looking for what are they searching on YouTube yeah it's a good question and I feel like for anyone this is gonna be trial and error right because we don't automatically know exactly what people are going to search for the first time. Yeah. I think we probably have a good idea because at least for a lot of the entrepreneurs I know, their niche is either kind of a demographic that they've been in already or um, perhaps one that they're even sort of in now. But we're always coming from our zone of genius from somebody who actually knows a lot about it. You know, our point of view is that of an expert or someone who's really educated in this. So we can't always tap into exactly how our audience is going to phrase it when they're looking for it. So I do quite a bit of research about which videos are, are popular in, if I identify a type of video that I want to do, then I'll look for which terms are popular, which videos are doing well. I don't like copying keywords and I don't like copying content exactly. But I definitely take inspiration from that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't really know if I have a specific process for this. I guess I do a bit of research beforehand. I normally have an idea of what type of video I want to do. 
um, I consume a lot of YouTube content. So I, I think that really helps me <laughs> in my process. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm, and I'd also say I'm, I've got a lot of similarities to the niche I'm targeting. So that really helps me. Um, yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that really helps, but I think trial and error, just trying and seeing what works, what doesn't. But one tip I would definitely give is if you're making a video on how to make pasta, don't name your video how to make pasta because it's just so generic and so many people are going to search for that. Even if you think that's what your video is, there's probably a slightly different angle you can come at it from. Like you still want to be descriptive and say exactly what's in there, but maybe it's actually a cheap way to make authentic Italian pasta. I don't know. That's still (laughs) kind of a generic term, but it's somewhat more focused. So just as a silly example, I think that that's, that's a good tip that I try to stick by. I try to think of a slightly different way to word something that I know people are going to search for um, so that I can actually rank higher in that um, key word or key phrase. Yeah, so it's all about like narrowing down and being not that general. Like that is like the the same with, it really is the same as with your business, right? You don't want to like, for example, if you're on health and wellness, you don't want to be a health and wellness coach for like everyone. Mm -hmm. You want to like have a really specific thing. And that's the exact same thing with YouTube, which, um, yeah, which I think it's, it's super interesting. And um, you, you explained it really well with the trial and error. Like I totally like, um, like agree on that because I think like people expect when they start YouTube that like their first video like will have like a lot of views which like no first video will ever have many views yeah. <laughs> unless you're super lucky yeah. and maybe you've got like a really cool shot of I don't know <laughs> some celebrity or something yeah yeah definitely so saying like okay we now hopefully we're able to convince a few um of our listeners to maybe start mm-hmm. YouTube for their business. So now they decided. So what do you think are like good ways once they um, decided on a niche, once they produced a few videos, what are now great tips to build your YouTube channel from like scratch when you have zero subscribers? Yeah. How can you like get views and promote your video, promote your videos, especially like on social media? I think that's like what everyone wants to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, there are already really simple things you can do, even if you don't have consistent content, which are things like paying attention to the keywords that you're using in your title, um, paying attention to what you're putting in your description and your tags, because those are really valuable for helping your video to rank higher. Um, I mean, some of it goes back to even the the stages of thinking what your video is going to be about. Like, do something you're actually excited to create a video about, because I think that's going to show through. Yeah. But I think that when it comes to, okay, I've got a few videos up, I'm getting the hang of this, maybe I can do this, then some ways to really help to build your audience, I think, is to make sure people know what to expect now. So hopefully, when you've got the points we've talked about already, clearer in your mind you're already going to be building like a branded presence on there people know what type of content to expect but if you can build consistency with that and I don't mean a video a day because that's a huge commitment Mm. um if you could come up with some kind of schedule even if it's a video a month you know so people know okay 
So Laura makes a video once a month. I'm going to be back next month to check for that. Um, you could even start some kind of series. I think that that's a really cool way to get people to come back. You know, if they like something, let's say you're going to make a series, you're a business coach and you want to make a series, which is, um, I, I don't know, like mistakes to avoid in your business or a business Q&A, whatever it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. If someone watches one episode of that, maybe they discover it through some search terms, then they're like, this was really cool. Oh, this is episode one. This happens once a month. Then they're going to click that subscribe button or at least be more likely to. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, like, I actually, like, on that point, I have to, like, I'm one of my favorite, like, YouTube mentors, mm -hmm. if you would call him like that, is, like, do you know Sean Kennel? I don't think I do. Sean Kennel. He has, like... He's he has like a tech video channel. It's called Think Media TV, and he also has like a collaboration channel. It's called like Video Influencers, and he always talks about like making your channel, like your videos on your channel, bingeable. So like a Netflix yes. series, which is so true. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's great advice. I think maybe I have come across one of his videos before, but I'll check him out after Amazing. this. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good piece of advice. I think. And um, you also asked about marketing your videos. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is another reason people get intimidated. They're like, maybe they, they know YouTube as a search engine and it ranks in Google, or maybe they don't. But then they're like, they don't really trust that's going to work and they want to market it on other channels too, which is a great idea. Hmm. Um, but they're like, how do I market a YouTube video on Facebook? Because if you didn't know already, Facebook and YouTube aren't the best of friends. <laughs> they're... Yeah they're competing for your attention so if you just paste a youtube link into facebook it's not going to show a big preview um facebook is going to make it uh, a little bit more difficult for that video to look appealing so what i do with my videos is i will make a 30 not even a 30 second a 10 second like trailer or teaser for that video so i normally will just literally um take whatever editing software i'm using or if you're just uploading videos from your phone you can use your phone to just chop off the first 10 seconds or 10 seconds of your video that looks cool I will upload that to Facebook and then I will put the link in there and that's just like a super easy way to get a more attractive kind of teaser for your video on Facebook and yeah. you can kind of cheat your way out of the um, Facebook obstacle they're putting up for people to go to your YouTube videos yeah, that is super cool. Do you have like any tips for other platforms, maybe Instagram or Snapchat? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm not really on Snapchat so oh, me much neither. now. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. We talked about this the other day. I feel so bad for Snapchat. Um, but you know, Instagram Stories. So mm, I know. But I I do actually also post these teasers on my Instagram Stories. Um, yeah, mm, nice. If you've got the swipe up function, then it can work super well but I will literally just like talk to, on my Instagram stories and say that I've got a new video up the links in the bio and then I'll put in the teaser um and obviously you can put up Instagram posts that mention like that you've put up a new video um you can I'm pretty sure you can still pin YouTube videos on Pinterest I'm pretty sure I'm not I'm not huge on Pinterest mm. to be honest um but I know a lot of people are Pinterest, and like yeah 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 hmm. yeah um and I'm pretty sure you can still pin YouTube videos 
I'm pretty yeah, sure I'll, I mean, I'll check that. But even if not, like what I did, I really, really have to get back into Pinterest because it yeah. is kind of like in the beginning, it is effort to like mm-hmm. also join all the like group boards and and find out about yeah. like how to like actually get people to repin. But like once you get that, oh my gosh, like um, I have like one pin. Um, for one of my videos so what I do is just I like create a graphic and then I instead of linking to a blog post I just link to the video Um, yeah that's such that's such a great idea yeah and like one of my it was actually like one of my first proper videos and because of that pin um I think like the pin got repinned like quite often and because of that it got like so many more views so that's amazing yeah, yeah that is such a good tip actually yeah and like something like that it it doesn't I think that people are like oh so I've got to make a Pinterest graphic I've got to make a 10 second it doesn't have to be overwhelming and you don't have to do all of this at the beginning yes Yes, definitely but these are little steps that can that can make the difference so maybe you don't have to do all of them but just think about which ones work for you yeah maybe like try out one for each video and it's really all about like being like showing is that like showing yourself grace as well and like not mm-hmm. being so like oh my gosh I need to like figure out everything in the beginning because you don't like it will yeah. all like it really takes time I think that's something people expect immediate success from YouTube whereas I think it does take quite some time to like build your following yeah for sure but I think that that's definitely not a reason to get discouraged, you know, because no, that time's no. going to pass anyway. And yeah. also it doesn't take a big following to make a difference. You've just got to get the right views. So I definitely. think that, yeah, I think if you're making content you're passionate about that speaks to your niche, that helps them to solve the problem that they've got, then, you know, you don't have to be waiting months, years to be making a difference. It could be happening super soon like I was speaking to actually um, a woman earlier this week she's an entrepreneur and she's a musician actually and she put up her first YouTube video a few weeks ago I think maybe a couple of months ago and after that video she got a message within a couple of days from a poet um, a poet YouTuber asking if they could use her song so you know already like getting people who are interested in her music and I just think it's a huge confidence boost as well yes yes I think that's like also the exciting thing about YouTube like you never know like maybe your next video will be like a big breakthrough or like maybe in your next video someone will like send you a message and I think it's just all super exciting and um actually what what just came to my mind what I really want to ask you um do you have like why should basically why should like business owners start a youtube channel now like why should they do it yeah. now and not wait for months 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 right people are always talking about how this is the year of video you know video is going to get more important video is so engaging if you're not already taking advantage of that now's the time and it's so true you know yeah you could wait till 2019 but why not get ahead of the game and get ahead of the people who are sitting there saying that and by 2019 you could already have built an amazing engaged community on youtube yeah definitely totally totally agree yeah and i think that you know a lot of people also say well why youtube like you've got facebook live and facebook is developing their video platform 
and you know that's true but i think that the thing about youtube is it i'm still like hanging on to this thing about community i think that youtube has an amazing community i think it's an opportunity to tap into another community that facebook doesn't i'm not saying facebook isn't valuable i think that facebook is valuable um but i think that the discoverability if that's a word i use i don't know if it's a real word but i use it <laughs> of youtube is is amazing i think it's a tool that not enough businesses are tapping into particularly small businesses and entrepreneurs yes i think you know facebook live videos are great but youtube videos you know they can provide some really valuable evergreen content that people can discover year round through youtube and through google you know, YouTube videos are really easily discovered through Google as well. Mm. And, you know, my most viewed video is one that I made three years ago and it still, it still racks up the most views on my YouTube channel. So I think that any entrepreneurs who are, aren't quite sold on it, of course, there are a lot of elements to consider. And I'm not saying that everybody has to set their sights on YouTube, but I think that it's really not to be underestimated. I think it's a really powerful platform. Oh, it definitely is. And that is actually such a great, um, well, basically end to our um, interview yes. because like we started with community and now we ended with community. Oh, full circle. <laughs> I love it. So Emily, how can we find you? How can my listeners find you? How can they get in contact with you? What do you have to offer? Well, as I mentioned before, I have a business in content creation which focuses in video and photography and focuses a lot on youtube so it seems right to tell you guys my youtube channel first which is youtube.com forward slash emily stoker and the best way to get in contact with me is probably through my facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash emily k stoker and k is a word so k-a-y um, I'm actually launching some exciting new packages at the moment. So I'm launching, Yay. yeah, <laughs> I'm launching a YouTube content management package, which includes uh, video editing. I can help you to define some of those keywords and upload your videos and do a monthly strategy call with you to try and think of some creative ideas. Um, I have a couple of other things in the works. So if you're interested, I would for sure head over to my Facebook page. Or if you just want to see what I'm up to, then YouTube is the place to go. So, yeah. I'm yeah. also on Instagram. Instagram is the same as Facebook. So it's Emily K. Stoker. I got, I got it all covered. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I will link um, all of those links. Yeah, I will link all of those links. Yeah. <laughs> I will put all of those links in the show notes. Um, I think, like, especially your, your YouTube package, I think that is super amazing because that will really take off some stress and overwhelm. And I don't know. I For think sure. it's, just, it's just great to have help because YouTube is super powerful. But as we identified, it can sometimes be a bit much. Um, but, like, with your help, I think that's super beneficial. And I think that is really cool. And I just really wanted to say thank you for being um, on my podcast. It was super nice talking with you. And I think we, we identified some great tips. Um, I really hope so. And thank yeah. you so much for having me. It's been really fun. It's really cool to connect with other people who love to talk about YouTube. And, yes. and I really hope it helps some of your viewers. Yeah. Uh, it, it will. It will. 
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I thought this interview was super, super fun. I love talking to Emily and please, please, please check her out and tell her that you came from the Digital Diamonds podcast. Emily is absolutely amazing and if you love travel videos, then you definitely need to check out her YouTube channel anyway. So, um, Thanks so much for listening and I will see you or hear from you very soon.